if it isn't the podcast again. We really got to figure out better intros. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Is It Punk, the spookiest (laughs) punk podcast that there is. Oh yeah, it's spooky time. I don't know if you could tell from last week's episode, we were getting pretty spooky with uh, making fun of Italians. Yeah, that was pretty scary. It was pretty spooky. I mean, um, if you're if you're one of those POCs, you might have gotten pretty scared of that one. Yeah. But now everybody's getting scared. Yeah, I got scared because my friend texted me a quote that I said on that pod, and I was like, "Oh man, I probably shouldn't have said that." <laughs> and I was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> yeah. You told so, me to stop bleeping you. Yeah, I mean. It's fine. Let it all. Yeah, let that out. freak flag fly, baby. Let that. Yeah. Let it. Let it go. I gotta be honest with the people. Gotta. gotta they gotta know how I am sometimes. You know. Yeah. For our three friends that listen. For our three friends that listen. Speaking of, one of them just texted me. What did he say? Dude, what did he say? Who is no, it? We'll is it John? Let's just. Um. Joe. Oh, it's just like a thing of the snowing. It's like a comment on the snowing video. Danny just sent me this. So, Danny, if you're listening to this on uh, whatever day it is, should I read it? Should I read this comment? Yeah, read the comment. All right. So, this is on the Snowing Fuck Your Emotional Bullshit EP on YouTube. Um, okay. M- made by Emo LeBron. And it's uh, the, the <laughs> picture is a guy that looks – it's LeBron James, right? Nice. Very it says, good. back in, like, sophomore year, there was this cute hipster chick that I sat next to in my chemistry class. At the time, I was into hip-hop – and she was showing me a bunch of emo bands, including this one. I went home and listened to their LP, which had just come out at the time, and I thought it was a piece of shit, but I pretended (laughs) to like it because I thought she was mad cute. I started listening to it more and more, and I began to realize how amazing this band is, as well as emo music as a whole. So, Shout out to King James. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's a cute story. That's what, a cute story. Have you ever pretended to like a band for a chick? No. I've always been aggressively mean to girls about music. You know, name five songs. Oh, you got to wear a Metallica shirt? Yeah, you got to no. na- <laughs> name, name them all. Um, no, I've I just, like, never given a shit enough. Like, I remember there's a girl that I really liked, like, truly, like, my first, like, big crush. And her favorite band was uh, Reliant K. And I was just like, yeah, that band sucks. And every um, time we would talk about it, in my head, I'd be like, don't say that. Like, be nice. And I would just be like, "That, nope, they suck. <laughs> I mean, they do kind of suck. I, li- I actually listened they to suck. them for the first time. Like, I've never really listened to them. Maybe I heard, like, one hit song, but I listened like to Sadie it. Like Sadie Hawkins' dance or whatever the fuck? Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. I just remember, like, it being out and everyone, like, liking it. Not, like, everyone, but I just had, like, some, like, you know, pop-punk normie friends who were into it. Yeah. You know, like, they'd be like, oh, I... I like uh, Reliant K. Then I'd always see it suggested on like my iTunes or whatever. But uh, yeah, I listened to it. I never, never could get into it. And like uh, you both like Blink One Eighty Two or in like Green Day or something. Yeah. And then, like, but then you're like, oh, Descendants, and they're like Reliant K. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much how it was. Or like, yeah. yeah. The other thing that people are really into. This is another band that I just recently kind of got into. That's why I'm like exploring things that people would mention that I heard once, and I was like, hey, this is just like either like bad or this is like so mid-tier that I don't give a shit. And one of them was Mill and Colin. And uh, I never, uh, everyone like seemed to like Mill and Colin. And I was like. Uh, I've never heard of that. You've never heard of Mill and Colin? No. 
Yeah, they're on the, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 soundtrack. I mean, I probably would know that song if it was played, because just from playing that video game, but like, couldn't even begin to guess That's what it would sound decent. like. So, I, yeah, I was listening to Melancholy the other day, and it was just like, meh, whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, Jameson Parker pops in my head the other day. I was listening to them again. I don't... What is you that? don't know them? Jameson Parker? Oh, man. Look at this. You and me, just both not knowing mid-tier pop punk slash emo fans. Jameson Parker. They were like a duo that did like emo songs. Oh, okay. I remember the one- this. You know what? My yeah. my buddy, uh, not my buddy, my cousin. My cousin like told my me. My cousin like, can be a buddy. Yeah, my cousin was telling me about how much he likes this album, and I had never heard it. It was pretty good. Um, This like first one, Sleepwalker. Yeah. I mean, the then, aesthetic of this is like oh. too much for me. Dude, that, that aesthetic was really cool to me in seventh grade. Really? You saw that? Like, I still... I, was, like, I saw that I, hair, and I was like, yeah, I'm sad like that. And then, like, uh, six months into it, I was like, no, I don't think I like this. And that was around the time when I was like, what is emo? Hit up a Google. And I found out that real emo only consists of a mode of DC <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, dude, I, like, still like find the emo aesthetic absolutely terrible and i did as a kid <laughs> as well like like the, always, like the my chemical romance aesthetic yeah i like i liked my chem i remember liking my chem but i never enjoyed the aesthetic i remember there were so many times yeah. that like i would see the bands with the swoopy hair and shit and i would think like see i like this band but i can't deal with how they look yeah i mean i always gave my chem a pass because to me it was a it was like a character. It was like glam rock. Like yeah. Gerard was doing a show. But no, then and like they that's shit, how like they Jameson always, Parker? Yeah. No. That I mean, that's was like what always, are we doing, Dork? That's how they always treat it. Like my camera is always like they, when he shaved his head for the Black Freight, I was like, fuck yeah, Nuts. that's sick. Like Very I was punk. like I was into it. Um and I then, was Gerard Way for Halloween one year. I was uh eighth grade, maybe. Would you do Black Parade version over the other one? No, Black Parade sucks. I did Three Cheers. So I had like the Marilyn Manson, like black eye, stripe, ghostly, like white face. I had mm-hmm. like, I bought the tie and I had like a suit, wore it to the school dance. And I was like, God, I walked in the door for the Halloween school dance and I was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> I was very embarrassed. Yeah, that is <laughs> it embarrassing. Sucked. But yeah. then one of my friends was like, fucking Buzz Lightyear. And I was like, all right, that's worse. That's funny. I should be Buzz Lightyear for Halloween this year. Alright, we'll edit. Where what were we talking about before we had to do an edit point? <sighs> I'm just gonna edit in something and be like, so Ian says something offensive, moving along. <laughs> it wasn't that offensive. It was normal. <laughs> it's not like I said boop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I wish I had like the uh the the whatever the, the beeper button like I got yeah you in sometimes I just can't fucking believe that you talk about all the time and I just like hate that you talk about all the time the beeps there yeah or the beeps is, is Italians um <laughs> yeah so no we were talking about what were we talking about aesthetic um and I so like aesthetic for like bands and shit like that I enjoy if it's theatrical. And, like, I don't mind mm-hmm. when it's a bit theatrical. Like, fucking Ink and Dagger dressing up as, like, vampires. That's sick. really fucking sick. 
absolutely uh, rules. Whatever the misfits guys are doing, the ghouls and goblins. <laughs> sick. Yeah, it is sick. Guar, awesome. Guar is that is sick. Honestly, the music of Guar, don't care for it at all. I would never just put on a Guar song to listen to, but I would go to a Guar show and like probably have a good time. I mean, time. that shit's like wrestling, you know? It's it is like wrestling. Um they did like play this is hardcore. And I've never I don't think I've watched that full video yet, but I just found that like really sick that they did that. Yeah. Um That's that's so fun. Do what are you, what are your thoughts on the Aquabats though? Don't care for him. Yeah, I'd probably think you'd think that that was the lamest shit ever. <laughs> I like that. I in mean, high school. I, while, while you were in your while you were in your emo phase, I was like being like the, Aquabats rule. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I could, I see the appeal of the Aquabats. I just don't give a fuck about them at all. Yeah, my uh, my buddy was like really into him. He had like the costume and shit, and That's like, so lame. And like he, uh, like I think he had like a membership card to it, <laughs> um, which I don't know, kind of sick, but uh, I don't know. Never uh, now I don't like the Aquabats, but I yeah. there's sometimes I listen to it. And I'm like, I guess I know what I was going with here, but sometimes I hear it. And I'm like, this is so bad. Yeah, I don't say I mind mind you. Pretty much any band that I say on here, I don't like, unless I like take a hard stance where I'm like, that's absolute dog shit if you put it on i would i would probably not tell you to turn it off i'd be like this sounds fine what would be something that you would tell someone to turn off um any butt rock i feel like yeah any any butt rock like if you put on if you put on like five finger death punch i've i don't think i've ever heard five finger death punch and i am very happy about that yeah trivium is like there was a phase where I was like listening to metal and stuff a little bit where I like, I tried listening to like trivium cause I liked kill switch engage and I liked like protest a hero. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, Oh, maybe I'll listen to some of these bands. But then I was like, I was like, they're all bad. Any of those bands that get too close to that. I don't like, I, I can't do kill switch engage because it's too close to, uh, <laughs> to butt rock. Yeah. They I kill switch engage. Were just like funny dudes. Also, I enjoyed the characters of the band. They were just like wacky guys. Was that the one? What was the band that like killed somebody? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's vague. I feel like some. I feel like there's been a few bands that killed somebody. Somebody, somebody, either like someone, like I think someone attempted to hire and get their like. Oh, that was Trivium. I think. No, I don't think it was Trivium. I think it's just like I'm, not as Blood Runs Black. Uh, something like that. As I Lay Dying, I think. I think the singer of As I Lay Dying attempted to get a hitman on his like girlfriend. On his wife or something, right? Yeah. It, it was As I Lay Dying. Yep, just did a Google. <laughs> um, the uh, Tim Lam- Lam- Lambesis tried to do it. He tried to do a murder thing. Well, he tried to do a solicitation of murder. And he was released on parole on December 17th, 2016. Aw. Imagine trying to buy a hitman. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, that's not punk at all. You know what is punk? Committing murder. Yeah, do it yourself. Do it yourself. Do it Fucking yourself. Fucking coward. Yeah. He's trying to use capital to like... It's because they're a Christian band. Ugh. That's so funny. <laughs> Fucking Christian band tries to hire a hitman. People like them. I never... Uh... 
I didn't like them either. They were another one of the bands that I tried to like. I was like, let me listen to As They Die, and I was like, no, nope, I don't like this. Yeah, I'm getting into I'm getting into more of the the metalcore stuff. That's like what I've been into lately. But like, only the good shit. Yeah, just converge. the good shit. Just converge in the first Norma Jean album. <laughs> Man, um, but you know, speaking of murder, it's kind of spooky. Oh, you just pulled out a knife. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> That was kind of spooky, too. <laughs> but here starts our, I would say, second episode of our October Spookathon. First being Italians. Second, found footage films. Found footage films. Um, so, Connor, what is your... Uh, mm. Wait, should we do... Never mind. I'm not going to do the whole fucking thing. Uh, Connor, what is your relationship <laughs> with, uh, with found footage films? I like them. You like them? Do you like, are you like, are you ever like, do you see it? Do you see it like going on? You're like, you're like, like, oh, I want to check that out because it has that kind of vibe or is it just I like, used to, if you so see like, a movie and someone's like, oh, it's a good horror movie. You're like, oh, I'll check it out no matter like really what. I, so I'm not, I'm so I'm not really a horror movie guy. Um, okay. I don't, I don't really like horror movies. It's and like, I mean, you already I, go ghost hunting. So you just live that shit anyways. Yeah, so like I, I I am a ghost hunter, as uh, lame as that is, um, and like I don't like being scared. Like I'm not like sitting on my couch and I'm like I want to get I want to get scared. Um, so I don't like get the appeal of that. I like movies. Like when I watch them, I I watch them for more of like trying to figure out figure out the problem, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a found footage film, I feel like. It's always it's always fairly interesting because you can I don't know I feel like I can suspend my disbelief a little bit easier. Yes, I uh, I agree. I can just buy into it. That's why that's what I like about them. I think that like we're really talking about like why I like horror movies. One is because horror movies are like genuinely movies where like I don't know what's gonna happen. Like a horror movie could be like the yeah. main person like survives, or the horror movie could be everyone fucking dies, and like that's exciting to me because you know you're like you're watching like <laughs> if you're watching like a normal action movie. Like, you know, the hero is going to come out alive, but like when yeah. you're watching a horror movie, you don't know what's going to happen. And like, yeah, like they could I was just, I just saw, I just saw uh, Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings, mm-hmm. uh, the movie theater the other day, the new Marvel one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a couple of climactic fight scenes and stuff. And I'm just sitting there and you're watching it and you're like, oh man, is he going to die? And you're like, no, they're starting a multi-million dollar industry around this guy. Like, no, he's yeah. good. Let me be fucking cool if they murdered him like 10 minutes into the movie but yeah no. i mean that'd be hard and that happens in horror movies sometimes you have someone who you think is going to be the main person and then they dead. then they're then they're dead or the whoever you first meet in a horror movie usually is the one who dies if they have like the opening scene like like in Scream drew barrymore or some shit yeah like drew barrymore boom yeah or pamela anderson uh if it's the uh the scary, scary movie, movie version um, her fake titty gets pulled out <laughs> Yeah, I like, so like, that's why I like movies. And I, I actually have a, like, kind of like what you said, I do have a enjoyment of found footage more. And I think it's because oftentimes found footage movies are like really slow burners. And I like yeah. enjoy that a lot more because I don't watch horror movies to be like scared. But like, I mean, one, I don't get like that scared often, but I do like just like when it's just like you're like building up being like, oh shit, like something's like gonna fucking happen. Like, let's see what's like gonna happen yeah. here. You know, like you're watching Paranormal Activity and like for 
a good like 50 minutes of that movie you're just watching like a door open and close and like that's like the most you're seeing and then eventually you just see someone just get thrown down some stairs like in the last five <laughs> minutes and that's like the most like terrifying part but like yeah that's why like yeah found footage are, i think they're they're fun yeah i mean i definitely i definitely enjoy them in terms of like if i'm gonna pick a horror movie genre that i like the most it would probably be like just like a thriller, like any kind of thriller I like more than any kind of like standard horror movie and then probably like a found footage situation. What do you mean by thriller? Like a like a slasher movie or like a or like something like intense going on like No, just something intense. Like, like a seven. slasher. Yeah, like seven. Yeah. I, like that one's like nuts. Yeah. Um or something it doesn't need to be scary. They're just the stakes need to be high. Yeah. Like just having like I remember watching The Omen, the uh, the remake of it, like me and much of my friends went to the movies to see it. Yeah. And like, there was like two or three jump scares in it that like get you because you're in the fucking movie theater, and then like it's just like a normal scene and cut to like some fucking demon that's just like, bah! yeah. And then everyone's like, oh fuck. And then the rest of the movie, I'm just like, all right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's I mean, kind of lame. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But then like I remember watching Seven like uh, like a bootleg copy on my laptop in my bed and just being like enthralled and like, yeah. oh fuck what's in the box yeah what is in the box <laughs> um yeah no i like so like you're big you're big thrillers that's like besides i imagine comedy movies those are your favorite types of movies oh well number one is rom-coms straight rom-coms. up uh rom-coms coming of age teen uh, teenage stories um dog shit action adventures um just like you know big budget action movies like marvel movies then probably thrillers and then found footage. Yeah. I have bad taste. I mean, I would probably go with like number one. I'm like, I think found footage movies are like my favorite type of movie. Of like when we decide on this topic, the amount of like obscure found footage films that you were suggesting I see based <laughs> on the fact that you had already seen them was enough where I was like, all right, he's like he's getting weird with it. I like I really, really like them. Like a lot. Like I, I, and I think I've seen dog shit ones too. Like I've yeah. seen like real fucking shitty ones. Like where the let's talk about the one, the what the the, the shitty one. I well, I think Bad Ben. Bad Ben is actually I think it's fa- I think it's good. Like it's actually good. Like that's the thing about <laughs> Bad Ben is it like it's surprisingly good. So for those of you who don't know, the or Bad Ben is a uh, found footage film. Uh, from what is it, like four or five years ago? Uh, so I, I got the IMDb up right now. It came out in 2016. The runtime 20. is an hour and 26 minutes. And the synopsis is one quick little sentence. And it reads, a man realizes something sinister lives inside his new home. So this movie is a movie that was made by this guy, written, starred in, and directed and filmed all of it himself. And he used like the security cameras in his house and he paid about like $200 uh, to make the film. Uh, is that is that fact check me on that? I mean, I don't I have no fucking clue about the budget, but it was uh, less than yeah. $1,000. The and, full uh, cast and crew on IMDb directed by Neil Bach, cast Neil Bach, produced by Neil Bach, film editing by Neil Bach. That's it. And it's it's a found footage film and it's so 
good. It's so goofy. It's, I just saw, I've only watched the trailer. I didn't watch the movie because I got a lot going on in my life. But I just watched the trailer, and like, there's one scene in particular where it's like night vision, and he's like laying in bed, and it's clearly fake night night vision. Like he clearly filmed it with the lights on and put a green filter on it, which is so funny. The door opens because like the spirit is, I guess, coming in the room. And then, like, the light from the door opening is, like, a normal light, but there's still the green everywhere else. And it it's it's just a lot to take in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good. He did a real good job on it. And, like, just, like, the fact that he just did it all himself, he just wanted to make a horror movie just using his own little things. And it's, it comes out to be uh, decent. Like, it's better than, like, some other found footage horror movies I've seen, like whether it's like a student film ones that I've seen before, or whether it's like a actual big budget one, like the gallows, like that it, one it like, kind of works ass. out. Yeah. But like bad Ben was like, it's like he, uh, he kind of knew what he was doing. There's suspense. There's a, I mean, he definitely made on. money on it. Like, yeah. There's no way he didn't. I mean the coolest. I mean the coolest part about it too, for those for those of you who watch it, like this isn't a movie that you're watching like a teenager make, but it's also not a movie you're watching some twenty seven year old make. Like if it was this like a twenty seven like year old, I probably wouldn't like it as much. But the fact that this is like a fifty year old guy who has like some like <laughs> northeastern accent that I don't quite know exactly what region of the northeast. Yeah, and like I can't place it. He he's just kind of like. I don't know. Like I'm just like, how did this guy get into? Yeah, I gotta, this? I gotta play my favorite line from the trailer. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> That's a chair gets pulled into a door frame, and he just goes, "Stop it!" Most of the movie is him, like actually, just like he's never that afraid of the ghost, and that's what makes it great. He's mostly just like t- yelling at it, like a like a drunken dad. Like it's like. <laughs> It's pretty funny. It's a it's a good one. I really suggest it to everyone. Yeah. What is so what uh what are some other found footage films that you like big or small? Big or let's, small. Let's run down some list and talk about them. I mean, like one of my first horror movies that I actually like fully watched myself was like Blair Witch Project when I was in like eighth grade, and mm. like I remember being genuinely very terrified by it. Like yeah, I remember my a friend of mine growing up his older brothers had gone and seen it in the theaters, I think when it came out and like, we were like little kids. So that was like 99. We were like, yeah, we were fucking like babies. And then they're like telling us about it and how it's like real. And like, I was so scared to watch it for like the longest time. And then watching it maybe a few years after that, like fifth or sixth grade. And I like thought it was real. I mean, (laughs) they, that was how they like advertised it as real. Yeah. Like, they like said it was real. Like I think like the movie studios were like put it out as such, and then they like came out like a week later. But I remember like I was always interested in seeing it because my parents saw it, and my parents like went huh. to the movie theaters and saw it. And they don't go to the movie theaters. They don't even like. I I used to think they liked horror movies because they saw that movie, but I think they just heard that it was real and wanted to check it out. And Aren't they like, like Christians? They're uh, yeah, ish. Okay, uh, yeah. Just like it just seems like a odd one for like. A Christian like parents to like go watch. I mean, my my parents both liked like The Exorcist. Like they thought that movie was like great. Probably because they are Christians. They're like, Ooh, uh, devil, he's so scary. I know. I mean, The Exorcist, is- witches. I thought we burned all of them. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually just watched Blair Witch today. Like, I literally just rewatched it this afternoon. Bought it on Amazon, watched it. Holds up? Oh, fucking holds up. It's such a slow burn. Oh, it it's, is like. It's great. And you see nothing. There's that's, no ghost, there's no monster. That's the best part. Like, I think that happens in found footage all, a lot is that you don't ever see what's going on. And I think and that if you that's, do see, it's like a little. Yeah, and the Blair Witch Project was like, oh, it's Perfect. so good. But I remember hearing about it as a kid, just hearing about the concept and like wanting to make one. Like I remember being mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to, like I want to do that. I haven't done yeah. that yet, but like I've always wanted. To, I mean, it's like a genre that's like so overdone at this point. But it, like yeah. I see why it just became such a big genre after it because I could see so many people seeing that and be like, oh, I can, I can make that. Yeah, I mean, and that's why, I mean, like, I'm on the Wikipedia page for it, and there's the list of films, and before Blair Witch, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine uh, found footage-esque films that came out before it, and those span the years between 1961 and 1998. And then after the Blair Witch Project, it's like, it starts off slow, like 2000, there was one, 2001, there was two, and then after that, it just, like, it pops off. It's just, like, 2007, there was, like, 15 films. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's basically, like, the, like the bad brains of, uh, of uh, horror movies where, you know, there was some things going on, a little people making some fast music here and there, but then the bad brains <laughs> came out, and then everyone's like, all right, we're just going to, like, do that. You're doing it now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it also says on here, somebody uh, quoted saying that it's basically like 80 slasher films equates to like the early 2000s found footage. Like where it was a, like, it was like the boom of it or whatever. Like, that, yeah, was, like that was where it was hot. Everybody in the eighties was just like slasher films. And then everybody in the two thousands was just like either like body horror shit, like saw and hostile and, and shit like that or found footage. Yeah. They, they really like, I think it was the idea that like my own perspective of, of I guess that like they either were going to do something that was like, it looks real and that's what makes it scary or that it was just so horrifically gory that that's also what makes it scary. You know, it wasn't like, you know, there wasn't any just like mind gamey type stuff going on. Although Blair Witch Project has that mind gamey type stuff going on. I think they're definitely both mind gamey in like different ways a little bit, but they, it is like both removed the campiness of like, uh, nightmare on Elm street or Friday the 13th and replaced it with trying to make everything real. Like, Make it as real as possible. I mean, that was kind of like with everything. Reality TV, you know, shit in general, which is kind of mean that way to be more edgy. But there's definitely, I've definitely seen some found footage movies I didn't like, and I cannot remember the names of them. But I've definitely seen a lot that I enjoyed. And as I'm cruising through this list to try and remember some, I saw this one called The Poughkeepsie Tapes. Did you ever see that? I don't think so. But so it's... It's another one that, like, I thought was real when I first, like, heard of it. And, like, it was just, like, in 2007 it came out. So I was definitely too old to really think it was real. But I was still, like, in my head, like, I don't know, man. This one might be real. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it's not. But it's it's definitely, it was fucked up. And then. I've never, I've never seen this. But it looks really scary. Yeah. It's definitely, like, a weird one. I I like I only watched it like maybe once and it was like over 10 years ago. 
It looks like it involves a lot of people being tied up. Yeah, it gets a little, you know, a couple freaks. Uh, <laughs> interesting. But movie that came out the same year as this, Paranormal Activity. And that one is a banger. That one really popped off the genre. Like, Blair Witch, I think, really started it, started it, like, made it popular, and then Paranormal Activity just, like, popped it off. Didn't they say that people were, like, throwing up during the Paranormal Activity, like, showing because they were so afraid of it? Well, when they did, I think the original release of it, they had a different ending where the girl who was possessed, like, that last scene, I forget, it's, like, it's filming her bed and, like, the door frame. And there was, like, several endings. And I think in the official one that they released, I think she, like, runs up and, like, knocks the camera over or something like that. If I, I, I'm probably wrong, but <laughs> it's something like that. But in the original that was making people puke, I think she, like, popped up and, like, slit her throat or oh. something like that. And it was, like, really graphic. And so people got all, like, were freaking out. Because it's not that, it, you know, paranormal activity, nothing really happened. It's a, it's a slow burn. It, it builds and builds and builds. And then right at the end, there's a couple things. And so I could see you being like kind of panicked and freaked out. And then just like intense gore right at the end, making somebody with a, what I would refer to as a, a bitch stomach puke everywhere. Yo, get this. Uh, this I'm just, I was just looking to see if, I, if someone like threw up while watching uh, Paranormal Activity. But I found uh-huh. that uh, someone literally died while watching The Conjuring 2. That rules. And then even Stranger, his remains went missing upon uh, being transported <laughs> to the morgue and was never found. That's so funny because Conjuring 2 is not that scary. The first Conjuring, I... The th- first one's really good. The second one I thought was like kind of bad. Did you see the third one? Mm-hmm. I like the third one. Yeah, the third one was, third one was pretty good. The second, one, the second was, one had... What was it? Like the, 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 the crooked man or whatever the fuck? He was just so funny. I like couldn't stop laughing every time he came on screen. Well, the second Conjuring, they attempted to basically like build a world. Like for some reason, like they were like, "Oh, let's make more movies." Like you know how like they kind of mentioned the animal yeah. in the first one, so they made the animalist. So they're like, "Oh, let's do the nun," and then we'll like get the thing rolling for the next nun movie. It is yeah. basically like the Marvel universe the of horror, horror the, movies. Yeah, just it, the Warrens. Except just fucking except it's everything. Just, except it's just like someone once described it as a Catholic superhero <clears throat> movie, and I. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I've probably said that to you before, but I just think that's the funniest fucking thing. And it's and I watched the third one. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, this is a Marvel gone Catholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which Marvel has their own John Constantine. That's the thing they got it. They already. It's gonna be better when they do that eventually. But like they're like a horror type thing, horror genre. Yeah, they're they're kind of doing. You know, they got like the Blade movie they're gonna do, and then John Constantine is kind of like the Ed Warren of like the Marvel universe. He like goes after demons and stuff. Yeah. And for, for those listeners who actually want, who don't know anything about superhero movies, uh, who actually want a, uh, Catholic superhero, real Catholic Ugh. superhero, Daredevil. God. My least favorite part about Daredevil, everything Daredevil rules. He's so cool, but then he's just all like, Oh, our father. Oh yeah. He's sick. <laughs> Do you like the Ben Fucking Affleck movie? I did. The Ben Affleck movie kind of kind of kind of sick. I'm a big fan of Ben. Big Ben Affleck fan. Dude. All right. Pause on the subject at hand. Ben Affleck. So cool. Yeah, Ben Ben gets the official is a punk punk rating. Oh yeah. Even though he's definitely a jock. Like definitely a jock, but somehow he's kind of cool. Um 
me and my uh, one time I got into a hole with me and my buddy Rob, former guest on the pod, uh, and we watched videos of him, like paparazzi videos of him going to uh, Jack in the Box. <laughs> so they would just the paparazzi would just hang out this jacket box and just like film him going to Jack in the Box all the time. And we watched like that sucks like for like over an hour, like two hours of just watching him go to Jack in the Box. Oh man, um, yeah. So uh, I mean. Like found footage horror movies are pretty good, but uh, should we should we discuss if they're punk or not? Oof, 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 oof. I guess so. <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess. I, I guess. Go fuck I guess yourself, we everybody. Do. <laughs> <laughs> that would. Ooh, ooh. Good thing I didn't say it because then it would have been over. Um. <laughs> I got nervous right. of saying it because I didn't like. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> oh, it's just like a rope response. Um. All right, so like, here's why I enjoy it, and I think it is because of like the punk aspect of of things. Number one, the idea DIY for oh yeah DIY. <laughs> First of all, Bad Ben DIY. If it's not DIY, it's done cheap as fuck. Like Blair Witch Project to cost like ten thousand dollars to make. Uh, Paranormal Activity costs like also like ten. I think it, I looked. To make. It was like fifteen thousand. It was so it was a little more. So so Paranormal Activity was. Fifteen thousand for production and two hundred and fifteen in post production. So altogether two hundred and thirty thousand dollars. And then it, they wow <clears throat> for panel activity, which I mean in this in the terms of movies, especially in two thousand seven, that's nothing because yeah. they they made almost two hundred million. So like you know fuck off. They really went big budget though with paranormal activity too. Oh well, they three million dollars after that, which that's is still, still like nothing under ten millions for a film is like considered like independent kind of in yeah. a way you know like well, actually you, i'm looking the budget for blair witch was actually somewhere between 200 and 500 thousand dollars huh like the actual it says i'm looking at here and it said sixty thousand dollars according okay. to uh oxford brooks university's peter turner but uh mm. well he, wikipedia says different yeah wikipedia <laughs> let's see what else but still they made 250 million at the box office so it's like you know they're making Skrilla. Yeah, it says... Oh, wow, that's uh, <clears throat> cheap. It says 60K for the budget. Budget range 10K to 99K for Blair I mean, Witch. that's still very possible. I mean, e- even if it was $500,000, that's so cheap for a, mo- for a movie. Yeah. Um, like, which is, is crazy to say, but it and, is still cheap. And it definitely just goes to the actors, because, like, this is, like... Found footage is definitely one of those things. Just as I was talking about, like, it seems like anyone can do it, but, like, it, like, you need, like, to do a couple of, like, there's a couple of, like, tweaks and stuff in there that you, like, don't really realize, like, how important, like, acting is, like, insanely important because you have to have, like, it has to feel, like, real. real. Like, you can't have any sort of, like, shitty dialogue or else, like, you're going to, like, get lost in it. And, like, Blair Witch Project is, like, so real feeling. Yeah. And also, like, another thing I think that makes it kind of punk is <clears throat> pretty much in found footage films, you can't have, like, big-name actors. It's yeah. almost always going to be indie or, like, very small known. Yeah, if you couldn't recognize a single person in it, you're like, it tends to be a bummer. Yeah, like, the only one where I remember watching, and that, that I still liked, was uh, Cloverfield. Yeah, like, but Cloverfield I, you knew <clears throat> was just, like, insane... Like it was a big budget movie, but like just using the like 
the storytelling yeah. device of a found footage. But even still, like the only one I recognized when watching it was Lizzie Kaplan. Like everyone else, I didn't recognize, and that's just because like I'm a weirdo, and I probably I'd seen like Freaks and Geeks, and like she was a Mean Girls, and like a few other like movies. Yeah. But everyone else, like T.J. Miller, I like recognize his voice, but like I didn't know, like you barely see him in it. Um, yeah, I, I uh, oh, I actually kind of remember that. Um, but yeah, I like that's definitely like the punk aspect of it is that it's going to be no names, uh, and it's going to be usually has to be even no names to a point of like, you don't want people to recognize it, especially if you're trying to build something that is like, there's certain movies that they're just using the device or maybe even, I think that sometimes I have a mistrust of like major movies doing it because I get nervous Mm -hmm. that they're just doing it because it's cheap. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Although did you ever see unfriended? No, that was the one that takes place entirely as if you were like looking at a computer. Yeah. Like Skype and stuff like that. Yeah, no. It sounded. It looked stupid. Yo, it's good. Okay. I I promise you, it's good. Like it's like surprisingly like it holds you. Like you wouldn't think it holds you. It's kind of like remember when phone booth came out and everyone's like, why would I want to watch an hour and a half of a guy standing inside of a phone booth? But then you watch. I was one of those people. I never watched it. Oh man, I (laughs) fucked with phone booth. And then you watch it and you're like, man, this is intense. And then you watch it when you're older and you're like, man, that movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I will say another reason that I see it as being pro is, I mean, it uh, pro punk is that it's like revolutionary, quote unquote, in terms of like how punk was revolutionary to like rock music and stuff like that. And it was revolutionary towards the horror industry and like movies and stuff like that, and started a whole thing. But that also goes into one of the cons because it's kind of fucking cool now. What do you and mean? Like, like doing a found footage film is like cool. Like, like you were just saying, like a big like. I would not be surprised to randomly see Leonardo DiCaprio doing a found footage film at some point because it's like interesting. Yeah, it's like a. I it's mean, a cash grab. Yeah, it can be. Um, I guess producing it, but like, it definitely is something that is just like done by people and like kind of like just kind of like punk kind of just like a lot of like no name people. I'm currently on a database of found footage critic.com <laughs> and just seeing so many fucking movies. Like There's so many, th- so many like people are really just, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to deep dive into. This seems fun oh, to do. I'm going to start in a monster only watch found footage movies for the rest of my life. Have you seen quarantine? Yeah. Where they get sick. Yeah, yeah, that one's a fun seen one. Seen it. I fucking lived it, buddy. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a, That was a fun one. I really, I remember liking. Because it was like, it was a different take on it. Because it wasn't exactly a, like a, cause it seems like found footage films are almost always paranormal. Like ghosts yeah. or demons or something like that. Yeah. And that one was like a bit of a different take on it. Yeah, I think it ended up. Yeah, that's cool. It ended up being kind of like still spooky. But it was more like biologic, like disease based or something like that. Was, I mean, Cloverfield was, was also just like a like a legitimate like it's a kaiju film. Yeah, but just uh, it's crazy. Yeah, that was sick. I mean, I mean, I guess like the thing is we got to see is a, a found footage rom com. Oh, need that. <laughs> it's all Snapchat videos. 
<laughs> just, just the most. Oh, that'd be so hard for me to watch. I would not enjoy that at all. I don't think. Or would <laughs> I? I I'm seeing this one listed on this list here called the Virginity Hit, mm-hmm. and it's a 2010 American found footage comedy film. Okay, that sounds good. What is Produced it about? Produced by it, Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. Is it about like 16 year olds attempting to get laid? I uh, mean, what's probably. Called the virginity hit? Yeah, the virginity hit. Let's see. Um, the film itself is a series of videos of a teenager's attempt to lose his virginity being recorded from cell phones to video cameras. Most of the cast use their own names for their characters. Yeah, like it's I, probably really stupid. I may stupid. have seen this. <laughs> that, that tracks. Yeah, this seems like something I would would have seen. The film received largely negative reviews from critics. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an approval rating of 29%. Oh, I for based- sure saw this. This was good. This was fun. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes says it's shit, Ian. This, this rules. Yeah, but they also think like movies like Sex Drive is bad. and like, Which is ev- crazy. Everyone knows that that's like, one of the greatest movies of all time. Sex Drive is one of... I'm, honestly the best pieces of American cinema to ever exist. Citizen Kane, suck me. Yeah. Yo, honestly, I'm looking, I'm remembering Virginity Hit, and I'm sure that this is good. Like, I never watch Yeah. I think you would see it, and you'd probably like it. It goes, it's up oh, your, it's it, up my alley, for sure. It is up your alley, for sure. Do, okay, so let's, let's, let's have an honest conversation here. Do you, mm-hmm. um, are you feeling creepy? Uh, sometimes watching uh, like American <laughs> Pies and shit like that, like watching virginity movie, like losing movies and thinking like, should I, should I be watching this? I'm watching a movie about like kids losing their virginity. Like, is that only, only when it's actors that are that age. So it's like, I can put myself in that headspace where I'm like, I am a 16 year old, turn on the 16 year old brain. And like, here we are, we're, we're watching this. But then it's like you got to do it. You got to pause. You got to hit a Google real quick and be like, "How? You know, what is this actress's age?" And the, the good part is, they're always twenty five. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> there yeah, was I like, think it's. I was. I was just like. I was like having that conundrum lately. But like, I also think it doesn't matter because like people should be able to tell whatever stories that they want to tell, even if it exactly. is like a little bit like. But uh, like, if you're watching eighth grade and you're like, "Dang, this this lead actress is cute." Oh, uh, let's not. You got problems. <laughs> That's you go to jail for that, and you shouldn't think that. Yeah, but also like she's clearly a child, so it's that's like not like difficult. Yeah, that movie. Um, but that's like, <clears throat> yeah, that movie's that movie's not American it's not, Pie. You know what I mean? No, it's not for that. Yeah, or even sex you're watching drive. Boyhood, and you're like, he's cuter in the early scenes. <laughs> Jeez, I don't think I ever saw Boyhood. Oh, <laughs> that. So I don't cry. Fun fact about Connor. Um. Anytime that movie's on, I, I can't help but cry. I got weird dad issues. We know this. We know this, listeners. Yo, but um sorry. What? I'm sorry. You interrupted lost, Ian's you. lost in this database. No, but this is clearly important. Ian. Yeah, sorry. I you were you were on talking about your dad again. But uh we're <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to point out that the guys who uh wrote the uh wrote Virginity Hit also wrote The Last Exorcism and they released it at the same time. <laughs> that's that's so great. So they were like, oh, while we're like making this like found footage horror movie, let's also like make a found footage uh virginity movie. Fuck it, you know? Why not? Um that's completely nuts and shouldn't be allowed. 
yeah, I think that's cool. I like that. Um, um, shout out to Huck Botko and Andrew Gerland. Insane. Um, a con that I have for it that makes it not punk. Again, this kind of goes with the whole it being cool now thing. Is it could be lazy? I mean, that's kind of like, like I said, it is kind of the aspect of like what punk is. Like you have the idea of like people who make punk music and everyone's like, oh, it's just like easy three chords being played. And like the simplicity of it is part of it. But then you have Mm -hmm. people who like do the simplicity of it and they don't think much of it. And it's like usually just like shitty And you can tell. Yeah. And and usually like they're phoning it in. They're not actually playing like, I don't know, good punk music. I can't give an example because I don't. They're doing those three chords not correctly. Well, yeah, or like, you know what? Also, is like, we never, do you ever hear like a band or somebody like attempt to do hardcore and they're doing it as mm-hmm. a joke and it's like the shit? It, it like offends me. Like I usually get yeah. like, I'm like, you guys, I'm like, I know you're doing a breakdown here and you're you doing yelling, but also like you're doing pig squeals and this is just like a regular normal breakdown. Like what are you like? What are you trying to yeah. say with this? Like you know what I mean? When bands are like, you know, we're going hardcore, they yeah. just like. It's just like not good, but then when like bands like when bands just do a hardcore song that aren't hardcore, like when Pool Kids did like that like April Fool's Day like hardcore EP, and they were just like called Pool, and it was like sick. Yeah, like that rule. Well, there's people who actually like it, and then there's people who just like they're like, oh, we're gonna do a hardcore part, and I hear I'm like, this isn't a hardcore part. What yeah, are you? I was like, what it, are we doing? And I I critique you know other people like that, like like a. Uh, like Jeff Rosenstock has a couple like songs that he was like saying like, Oh, I was just trying to like write a hardcore song. And I hear, I'm like, this is just like, you're just playing as fast as you can. You're not actually like yeah. writing a hardcore song. Um, no. and so like, that's, and then I'm like, okay, that's not, and like, I love Jeff Rosenstock. I think he's a great songwriter, but like, he should he's not, not touch. He's hardcore. not a hardcore guy. Yeah. And so that's yeah. how I feel about people who make found footage where I'm like, just because you got a camera, uh, you probably shouldn't be making this film some would say just because we have microphones and internet connection we probably shouldn't be doing no we have the greatest fucking podcast in the world oh that's yeah yeah i forgot about that forgot about that so every other of the podcast sucks except for us yeah uh especially that other is a punk one fuck you yeah still hate you we need to get them on the pod though i think we're 37 this is episode 37 we should have them on be like so how many episodes you guys do oh yeah oh that's cute yeah they still probably more listeners but um a pro that I have also, my last one on my list, quote, it gives me a headache. That is something I have heard people say to me when I'm like, ooh, let's watch this film. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's a found footage film. Oh, I don't like found footage. It gives me a headache. So that makes it punk, right? That makes it punk. Yeah, that absolutely same, makes it punk. Same thing when I put on a Screamo song. and Someone's like, turn this down. This is making me, this is making me anxious. Yeah, and I'm like... First of all, anxious, great band, not screamo. Um, <laughs> know your shit, idiot. Um, exactly. But, but yeah, no, it's like that fact that it's like it's not easily accessible. Like the camera's all over the fucking place. You're getting motion sickness while watching it. Yeah, like, that's part of the fun. Yeah, I mean, already like uh, horror movies are already unaccept, un like slightly. Inaccessible. Like, there's so many people who just won't even touch it. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, like I want to watch a horror movie, and they're like, oh no, I no. Don't, I can't do those. I'm like, oh yeah, why? I could. That's like me with musicals. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna put a musical on. Oh, I'm leaving the room. Yeah, you like start like <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kinda. You're like kinda. watching a movie. You're like, you're like, you go and you're sitting down with your girlfriend. You're like, what do you? 
what are you you're like, what are you watching? She's like, oh, just like uh, just Wizard says, of Oz. Just I'm just <laughs> no, like you say some like what is it like? What's that movie? The new um, the new movie from the guy uh, who made uh. Hamilton. Oh, I don't fucking know. I hate that dumb idiot. Um, but that is one. Like it's like it's like growing up on the streets or something like that. <sighs> I don't. Anyway, know, so you're sitting down and you're watching that. And you're like, oh, this is a nice comedy that I'm watching. I'm watching a nice they comedy about living in the streets. And they start singing. And you just go, ah! <laughs> run out of the room. One of my worst movie going experiences. Uh, my friend asked if I want to go see La La Land. Yeah, and I said sure, because I thought it was this like gangster movie that had come out around the same time that I think had Ben Affleck in it. And I forget the fucking name of it, but I was like, yeah, that's, that looked cool. Didn't even Google it. Didn't think anything. I just was like, when should I be there? Great. We walk in, blah, blah, blah. Movie starts. And it just starts with a musical number. People dancing on a highway and it's like yeah. absurd. And then and like you the credits go. Your decision. I lean over to him and I go, this is a musical. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, uh Oh, it was a fine movie, but I just... I, I thought uh, it was fine. So also, I just hate I was musicals. filmed in uh, Hermosa Beach, so... Oh, cowabunga, dude. Yeah. You were thinking of Live by <laughs> Night, which is a movie that came out in 2016 uh, starring Maybe. Ben Affleck. Maybe. I honestly can't remember. He's, the, the thing is him holding a gun, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, just the, the fact that, like you were saying, our movies are already inaccessible. And then you're going to have a genre like this where it's like, and like, I, and I could understand not wanting to watch a gory movie. Like, oh, I'm going to put on Hostel. My girlfriend would probably break up with me if I put on Hostel. She's not watching that movie. Yeah. But then like, and that, I get it because it's like gore and like triggering and whatever for some people. But then like found footage films, they're just like difficult. Like sometimes the plot is a little jumpy because it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be scattered. Yeah. The f- filming style it's supposed to look like shit sometimes and the audio is supposed to be bad audio is bad and also the slow burning aspect i know turns off a lot of people like people oh, are like yeah. when's something gonna happen i'm like shit's been happening this entire time you just yeah i was like, like maybe if you shut the fuck up yeah maybe you should get lost <laughs> in the characters and get and then you can feel something when a light just turns off in the background you know like that yeah. to me, I'm like, I love that shit. Like I'm fully involved in it. And most people are like, now, you know, people are always on the phone these days. They're not watching movies we're, like they used to. <laughs> we're so buried in our phones. <laughs> <laughs> Porn tube XNXX. <laughs> I know these names better than I know my family members. Uh, yeah, I think you should leave as a great show. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I, yeah. So I think that also that lends it to be, uh, to be pretty punk. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think, I think it's obvious where we're leaning with this one and I don't even know really how much more we honestly have to talk about it, but here it is again. (laughs) Ian, I thought, I thought we were done. I thought we were done. I can't believe this. I thought we were done. This just came right across my desk. I'm going to pass this along to you so you can check it out as well. Um, this is like a Halloween-themed news thing here. Ooh, Upcoming Gremlins toys from NECA and ECA include pre-releases and brand new Punk Mogway. Ah, uh, the Mogway with the little with the little mohawk. Dude, and he, look, if you zoom in, he's got a little septum ring. 
That's lame. He's adorable. There was like, wait. I <laughs> know it was the it was the uh, wait. It was like a not the it was the gremlin, not the mogwai that was like the that had like the mohawk. Yeah. So if you scroll down, you can see they're releasing a few more. Uh, I guess these are like action figures or whatever. Um, statues, whoever the fuck. Um, the reissue includes Gizmo, Mohawk, George, Lenny, and Daffy. Um, but there's also a, a brand new character, a punk Mogwai, who has more of like a skullet, like the double Mohawk. Um, and he's adorable. Yeah, he's a... I, I love the little gremlin guys. Have you... So what's your relationship with gremlins? You've seen that movie? You yeah, like it? I love that movie. It's my, one of I've my never favorite seen Christmas it. movies. Never seen it. I would 100% suggest watching it as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my girlfriend has said that to me several times. And I'm always just like, yeah, I don't know, later. <laughs> yeah, I saw it as a kid. And I liked it as a kid. But I feel like I, even when I see it now, I'm like, oh, this is, this is Holds great. Up. I heard Gremlins 2 is like really fucking funny. You've never seen Gremlins 2? No. Dude, loves Gremlins 1, haven't seen Gremlins 2. That's it, pretty punk. Well, Gremlins 2 is like known to be like one of the worst movies ever. That's like... <laughs> But like people kind of found it, find it endearing because of that, you know? Yeah, it's got the room vibes, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. I have no idea. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I've just heard people talk about it all a lot. As it, <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things I saw as a kid and being like, I would never watch that. Like you just know sequels are bad as a kid. Oftentimes, do you you know? Like you just see, yeah, man, I fucking miss video, like <laughs> video rental shops. Yeah, honestly, like, I mean, sitting in bed and like endlessly like doom scrolling through Netflix and trying to find something to watch and then just putting on Parks and Recreation because you don't know what else to do is fun. But like going to Blockbuster and just like wandering around had kind of a different feel. Yeah, I uh, used to me and my family would give ourselves like 45 minutes to pick out movies and stuff like that. And it would be like a whole thing. I remember one time I went to go pick out a movie with my friend and he was like, come on, let's just go. I'm like, dude, this is, I gotta, I gotta walk up and down every fucking aisle. And then we're going (laughs) to pick three movies and then we're going to argue about which one single movie that we're going to (laughs) take. So this could take a while. (laughs) (laughs) There was a moment with like when early Netflix, like, did you ever do the DVD rentals? Yeah. The, the mail away ones. Yeah. There was a time where like, I remember, uh, like going to Blockbuster and like getting a few things and then like coming home and then like also getting the Netflix in the mail that I had ordered. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a season of Dexter that I was watching. Yeah. And so like I had that DVD and then I also had like a movie that I got from Blockbuster and just like holding the Netflix DVD and the Blockbuster DVD in my hand and being like, like, oh, which one are we going to watch? And now thinking back on that, be like, that was crazy. Yeah. You were making, you were making that choice chose netflix yeah fuck blockbuster except for the you know nostalgia is nice but like so much fucking easier i mean i don't i don't even care about blockbuster in that sense i genuinely miss though movie rental shops and there's a couple movie rental shops like local like ones there was one that shut down in like 2015 i think and i remember it was just like there for that long That's so crazy and they it must have been selling porn i mean i don't know what they were doing had they had like a big shop i just think that they like at one point made a lot of money maybe in la i guess you could there's enough freaks. There's over like there a couple in L, like actually in LA that exist, but like obviously it's like a pure nostalgia trip uh, type yeah. thing. Um, I mean that's what they all are, but I like yeah, it was such a nice experience. Not even like nostalgia, just like just. I'm reading. trying to think like how could you make that 
exist again because like record stores i get right because like people still buy records you can still buy a record and listen to it and it will always sound better than like digital yeah as long as you have good speakers and all that jazz but like there is actively no reason for there to be a blockbuster ever again no and like the convenience of it and like the cost of it is gonna be it's crazy way more than uh like I would be willing, like, there, like I would say I love to go do the experience, but I'd probably go do it once or twice. Like, th- the simplicity never. of getting on my thing, turning the button, and then picking, like, the first three there, because and I can just choose whatever I want, and I don't, it, there's, like, I don't even care if I get it wrong. Like, you know, I'll watch yeah. 15 minutes of a movie, be like, this is bad, turn it off and find something Next. new. Yeah, but, like, yeah, so, like, it's it's better, but it's also, it's not as fun and satisfying. Yeah, it's different. It's like hunting compared to going to the McDonald's drive-thru. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say we missed out because I it were, I don't know about you, but like I didn't ever I didn't have a car like in the time when that Blockbuster would have been a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like I never like drove to Blockbuster on my own to like go and like do that experience before like Netflix was like a thing. I maybe did like once or twice. Yeah, but like. You know, we were a little older. We would have had those real moments. But anyways, news is over. Our found footage films, Punky. I'm going to go with yes. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, this is, I mean, yeah. I think from sentence two yeah. uh, of our discussion about this. And people if, knew if we're, we're just going. talking about movies, because movies also like, do you ever see the price of movies, the cost of movies? It'd be like $10 million. That seems like a lot of money. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then, like, you're like, I can't believe they spend that much money on movies, like, making movies. And then, like, I don't know. But uh, you don't have to feel I mean, as guilty with found found footage because it's only, like, one or two million dollars. I mean, that's true. Except for still now, people, I think, are going nuts with, like, the cost of them. Like, what was the last paranormal activity on here? Uh, the ghost dimension that, okay, that first of all sounds stupid as shit. The budget is still $10 million for that. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. I think the most expensive found footage was, uh, Cloverfield. Oh that, no, the that visit, would make sense. The visit was, I think they, that was a big budget because mm. it was M night Shyamalan. Oh, oh no, it was just guy. $5 million. So like, what is this? Lake Mungo. I watched that one the other day. All right. Well, before, before we go, <laughs> before we go, movies I've seen. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what are, what are some other ones that you would recommend people check out? Okay. I so I would recommend people. T- okay. First off, I just thought of this one. I didn't suggest this to you, but, uh, okay. If you want classic horror, uh, and you haven't seen Blair Witch Project, watch Blair Witch Project. I think that that's really, uh, that's fucking top of the line. I think if you want some, like I watched, uh, or the house's October built is a movie that is, uh, that's a horror movie. And it's about like the, uh, what's it called? Fucking haunted houses in October. That's a spooky. That's a classic one. I would, uh, I would suggest that one. Um, if you don't want horror and, but you kind of are interested in like a found footage kind of idea. Troll hunter is, uh, Mm -hmm fantastic like i think that's one of the definitely one of the better ones it's about uh, that's one i've known about forever but i've just never seen it's a it's a it's a norwegian film uh so it's it's gonna have subtitles so if you don't like that uh go fuck yourself but it has uh it's basically (laughs) they 
discover that trolls exist and real trolls and so they're like it's them filming that and it's so fucking good um and then also bad ben if you want to watch something that costs 200 dollars <laughs> to make so nuts i will say on my end the only ones i'm going to recommend that you you haven't mentioned are um i saw one i believe it's i saw it on netflix and it's i think still on netflix now maybe i could be wrong i don't know fuck you um it was called Phoenix Forgotten, and it was more like an alien one, mm. which I thought was kind of cool. And I just looked it up on Wikipedia here, and a budget, $2.8 box office, 3.7. Wow. <laughs> they made no money on that, which sucks. Um, <laughs> um, also, Creep. I thought you were going to mention Creep. Oh, yeah. I Creep so is, good. Creep is really good. Um, yeah. Did you see the second one? No. Me either. I, I'm, I'm very distrustful of sequels. They me have too. to be like really hyped up to me, um, but like, it's probably good. It's still it's Mark Duplass. Duplass is sick. Um, another one that I that I remember liking, which I think objectively is a bad movie, um, <laughs> but uh, Chernobyl Diaries, and that's more of like a disaster, like thriller horror film. I feel like I've attempted or I've seen that, and I've never like watched it. I mean, we should. It's also, pretty stupid. I've never seen Cannibal Holocaust, which is another thing that I just Me need either. to get that out there. So if anyone is listening to this and they're like, "Why didn't you say the uh, OG?" Because uh, I've never seen it. Um, Me either, and we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh Yeah. So, Chernobyl Diaries, Creep. Um, the other one I said. Oh, wait, I forgot the best found footage film of all time. Project X. Dude, another party movie. I An absolute I, banger. That movie's sick. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No, I heard it's like the best though. Dude, I just said that. It's so good. All right. You're gonna we're gonna end this pod. You're gonna watch Project X. I'm gonna watch Bad Ben. Oh wait, I have the best found footage of all time. Oh, okay, okay. The office. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>